You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to Flawless Noises Media Network. We've put together a compilation featuring previews of all of our wonderful show's episodes from the past two weeks. Please, feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, significant others, Twitter and Instagram followers, and more. In doing so, you will help others get to know our sound. And don't forget, we also have a Patreon that features exclusive bonus content. For a small monthly fee, you'll have access to both audio and video content. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises to sign up. We thank you for your support and look forward to bringing you more hashtag content. This is not so newlywed hosted by Candace and Michael. That having amazing sex with this person that I connect to doesn't mean we're in a relationship or even trying to be one. It means that we're two adults who value pleasure and we're going to experience this together and connect with each other so that it can be amazing. I don't I don't necessarily see how there can't be any emotions involved though. Yeah. Like there there's some emotion involved in the act of sex no matter what, right? Yeah. Like even if it's not love, there's some emotions there. Like you like this person, you attracted to this person, you um this por- this person makes you horny or whatever. You know what I mean? There there those are emotions to me. Yeah. So even if it's not love, there's there's still some emotion Lust there. You're is an getting emotion. Yeah, you're there's still something there. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's an attraction there. Yeah. So when it says like they're like just having sex without emotion, I don't think that really any of us do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. So does fluid just in this sense just mean like a variety of, of sex, like yeah. acts? Yeah, like sexual acts, sexual like different acts, types of um, sexual acts. I think it, it can also mean like even maybe partners, you know, which brings us back to society says, no, that's bad. Don't do that. So we haven't done it. But even, you know, exploring poly lifestyles and or being by being by okay. or, you know, liking to swing or swap or whatever the case may be or have romantic ties to more than one person. All of that, I think, is tied into your sexual fluidity. And I do wholeheartedly agree that when you step back and look at it, it's created so many um, do's and don'ts. Barriers. Barriers that a lot of men don't often explore their sexuality and things that they might like. Let us remind you that the definition of of someone being homosexual is them having romantic and sexual dealings with someone of the same sex. If you like yo, if you like yo bum bum played with by your woman, that's between you and her. That's right. your business. You around here? What's the purpose in not having good sex because you scared of what people you not having sex with gonna say about you? Let let that sink in. They Imagine. gonna say shit about you whether they know that or not. Exactly. So, so behind closed doors, you might as well get it how you live with the person you live with. 
<laughs> nah, exactly. <laughs> and it's and and still keep in mind boundaries and things of that nature. You know, you don't want to be crossing boundaries. You want to make sure the person is always comfortable and this, that, and the third. But overall, your sexuality is meant to be explored. This is Mama Meets World, hosted by Bree. I think just like there are pick me women, there are pick me moms. Oh my goodness. Yes. Come on. Those mamas said, oh, it's all organic and they always eat vegetables and I would never yell or raise my voice at them or look. <laughs> Listen. That should be trying me. Like, come on now. You ain't never yelled at your kid ever. Ever. Look, let me tell so, you something. <laughs> I don't know how to do hair. And of course God gave me a girl. And so everybody was like, I mean, but you could just go on YouTube and you can learn. And it was like, but bitch, I can't. And so (laughs) (laughs) we have a family full of hairstylists. And so we're going to let them use their craft because God blessed them with that. Like, don't come for me. Her hair is always done. Well, it's not done today, but that's because she's getting (laughs) it done for school. But yeah, like. Oh my goodness! Pick me moms are uh, really the annoying. Worse. Like, I don't I'm even serious. talk about my daughter with other people. I think podcasting helps me be a better parent because I I I live and I thrive off of that feedback too. Because you know, parents and what have you think you the only nigga that's begging your child to eat more than chicken nuggets, <laughs> or you the only person <laughs> who's dealt with a meltdown in a grocery store, or you're the mm. only person whose daughter has gotten crazy and talked back like they didn't love their lives. And <laughs> it's not like that, you know? And it's like, I I appreciate the communities that I'm a part of, like, because I've, I've taken up conscious parenting mm-hmm. and where, you know, and conscious parenting in short, it's where you look at your child, you look at the age, their personality, and you also look at it, their cognitive function and where they are in their journey and learning shit. And it's hard to, to make that the priority or whatever, but mm-hmm. having a community helps me do that. Like having mm. the community, having people who are constantly talking back to me, like, you know, no, you, it's not like that. Don't stress yourself out. Don't be so hard on yourself. X, Y, Z. I need to hear that. So right now I don't have any other creative outlets, although I did used to be a creative person. I just I have to find that spark again because I'll start. But then I'll never finish. I have right. like Listen, two books that I've started and they're just sitting let, on my let computer. Let me speak some life into you. You are still a creative person. Oh, just okay. because you are having some, some shit going on with you like we all do does not take away your creativity. You may not have the energy or the focus to do it right now. But as soon as you get the shit back popping, you let me it's know. It's going to be on. Because it's going <laughs> to be on. And I, I, you know, I feel like we should all scream to the rooftops for each other because we all we got for real. Yeah, yeah support. that's true. Support all of us. No, I definitely Sometimes feel like I'm a I, bad mom. Like, I, I want to do better, yo, but I feel I like I'm a bad mom. I want you to not say that because I'm going to tell you this. I think, and I tell this to myself all the time, this is my affirmation. The fact that you fucking care that you're a bad mom or a good mom means you're a good mom. Exactly. Because g- yeah. bad moms don't give a shit. We all seen <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> There's no remorse in being a bad mom if you're a bad mom. You know, there's remorse and there's thinking about it and there's feeling it if you're trying your best to be a good mom. And my thing is like this. 
a good mom is a present mom. Do you fucking care? Are you there? Are you taking your behavior and are you analyzing it after the conversation, after the argument, after the spanking, if it gets to that, after, are you looking at yourself? Are you going to people that, that you love and support and be like, yo, did I fuck up? That means that you care. And that means that you're a good mom. This is Crown and Collards, hosted by Jeremy, Will, and Bianca. Claudia Jordan, and nobody asked her for her goddamn opinion on any motherfucking thing, decided that she was going to get on social media. With this dry pussy energy. (laughs) Well done, Will. Well done. I was not expecting that. Girlfriend is tripping because I told her I did a little gay porn a year ago. I let a nigga suck my dick for 1500 I walked off set with a fat check and a smile. That helped me buy my first car. I might do it again. Gay porn pays more than straight porn, so it was a logical decision. I mean, sis, it sounds like you're trying to make your life easier, too. He's getting some money, and that's, that's less dick you got to suck, and he getting paid. And I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, sounds like everybody win to me. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I don't, I don't choose sides. I choose facts. You know, as much, as much as I see straight women complain about having to suck dick, this just sounds like a win. You don't have to do the work. He gonna get a bag. He can spend that bag on you. Like I, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Sounds like you being a hater to me. And then they had Jennifer Aniston on somebody magazine looking like she was about to go serve the arroz con pollo. Like, what the fuck? Uh, come on, arroz con pollo. <laughs> we, listen, we, we, listen, no us, no us here at Crown and Collars, diverse and all, Pete, and all ain't shitness. No us. That goddamn picture, she was looking like, start a rice. <laughs> Will. <laughs> Make me get my chancleta. Will. <laughs> okay, that's been the, the Crown of Collins podcast. Will obviously don't know, know how to act like he got some goddamn sense. <laughs> that has been the... Sh- I, you get on my motherfucking nerves. You saw that goddamn cover. Don't act like I'm the only one who thought that shit. Hi, and I, I'm going to quote her. She said, Hi, at Claudia Jordan. Can you shift your focus from beneath our clothes and underwear to the fact that 18 black trans women have been murdered this far. The latest, a 17 year old girl, Bailey Reeves. Why aren't your questions around how you can assist in protecting black trans women? And that is the question. Not only I, I propose to Claudia Jordan, but also, like I said, I propose to all of you, you know, you can't take a joke, PC culture, black people that the, the irony of black people, Straight black people whining about political correctness and PC culture and this, that, and the third. I know you fucking lying. Like, our entire existence hasn't been fighting the status quo of, of, of white supremacy that thrives off of complaining about PC culture and, and, and political correctness and shit like that. I know y'all fucking lying to me. Don't pass go. Do not collect $200. Just go straight to jail. I'm surprised Kamala didn't pull up off the power of that alone. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we got to give my sister and we got to give my girl Kamala her things, okay? Send these send these niggers to jail.
We give her all you her are going to all jail. Period. Okay. And these niggas to jail. But uh. <laughs> give Kamala all her handcuffs. Okay, come on, Kamala's clanks. Uh, all right. That's the show title. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's the show title. Put a, put, oh. a, put a K, Kamala's Clanks. You know me. <laughs> Comedian Selva Silverman says she was fired for wearing blackface. Uh, in other news. All right, in the Tuesday. Honestly, I just wanted to bring this up, to be honest, for this reason or this reason alone. I want to know where all of the y'all too sensitive, can't take a joke, PC culture as graining against people are. Where is the it's just comedy people standing up for Sarah Silverman? I just would like to know. I'd like because to see it. I would like to see it. Because her de- she because her defense is black her doing blackface is just comedy. It's just jokes. Don't be so don't be so sensitive. Don't be so I sensitive, should, y'all. It's I not should that be serious. Allowed, I should be allowed to do this blackface even though I know it's offensive. You don't know how to take a joke, that's what the problem is. I wanna know where are all you all lined up to defend Sarah Silverman. Like y'all was doing Dave Chappelle. That's all I want to know. Where, where are the capes? Inquiring minds would like to know. I would like to see it. That's all. That's all. But yeah, fuck Sarah Goofy bitch. So I've been having this girl come over to my room and we were about to fuck. And then she started saying she wanted a relationship. Then I told her I don't do those. She left blocked and deleted me. Nigga said he don't do those. <laughs> well, she said if you don't do relationships, I don't do you, bruh. <laughs> she said you don't do relationships, I don't do relations. <laughs> this is Gay Side Stories hosted by Curtis. Based off of what we have seen, there's a stereotype that has been perpetuated for so long. Absolutely. And it's not like that, <laughs> you know? Like, I would like, I would even venture to say that that stereotype has been perpetuated to the point where when we do have something that shows our multiple dimensions, a significant portion of our own community is not here for it. Yes, because we've been so conditioned to, especially with with gay stuff, like we're so mm-hmm. conditioned to everything being sexual, everything being druggy, everything being drinky, and everything being dramatic. And so when you get something that's soft drama, like a moonlight, a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know how to take it because that's not what they've been conditioned to appreciate. Your sun sign is in Gemini. Since your sun sign is in Gemini, we all know Gemini's are some of the shadiest ass motherfuckers out there. No T, no shade. Wait a minute. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. Let me me explain how. (laughs) You know I'm not about to drop this bomb without giving some tea behind it. Now, 
Geminis are so like one moment they may have this nice face. It's like y'all niggas are sour patch kids. Like one moment you like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, on the other, the he, other he gonna like, use my own shit against me. Golly. Hey, I you know what? I will. I will. Clearly. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. You're welcome. But no, it's very much like on one hand, um, as far as your self-expression is concerned, maybe the way that you feel one day is one way maybe tomorrow or even two hours later, it could be different, right? Gemini is all about, um, when I think about Gemini, I kind of process it as, how do you communicate? Your communication, you like to communicate well, you uh, value communication and people that don't necessarily fall in line with that, you kind of find like some kind of like, eh, about. Am I wrong so far? <laughs> um. I'm going to say no, because you've already used the example of the network. And I'm sure when everyone on the network hears this, they're going to be like, yep, mm-hmm, that's that nigga. Mm-hmm. I can already see y'all bobbing y'all motherfucking heads in agreement. It's fuck y'all in advance. But anyway, You're welcome. please continue. <laughs> You're welcome. And the other thing about it is because that's your sun sign and your moon sign is also an air sign. So there are four types of signs. If you guys don't know, there are. Um, fire signs, air signs, earth signs, water signs. Um, Libra is your moon sign. So that means when I think of air signs, I think all about communication. They're all about communication and thinking. How do they process things? Especially as a reader of tarot cards and stuff like that, I think of like the suit of swords. Um, and the swords in the tarot are all about communication. So you truly value having balanced communication. And that's how you communicate emotionally. Now, remember, your rising sign. I didn't even touch on that. Now, you that mother, you that Aries. Now, I love me an Aries, but I'd be sick of Aries, child. Because it's like, for me, I'm like, y'all like to play games sometimes. Not all of you, okay? You guys find joy in, like, running your mouth <laughs> and talking shit to people sometimes. I love it, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, ooh, child, y'all are some fiery beings. And it's oh. like, sometimes... That'll come off as like, okay, this person is interesting. I'm loving their energy. Um, mm, that might be think, why I'm so successful on Ratchet Rim. Because <laughs> I do be talking shit. Oh, see, that's your forte. So mm. I think about We ain't got to go that far, energy. Jesus. Uh, well, <laughs> Not my forte. Well, hey, Listen. if it's your forte, just lean into it. Don't be ashamed of it. Lean into it. It's your thing. My forte gonna get me beat the fuck up. <laughs> we don't want that. I do not condone violence. <laughs> Talking about the wrong person, the wrong way on that show. But anyway, which is the Ace of Swords in reverse, and the key words here are negative self-talk, oh shit, releasing pain, oh, shit. and forgiveness. Girl, fuck you. Girl, fuck you. Girl, fuck you. I told you, I was, I told you, I'm keeping your wig for safekeeping until this is over because I don't need you going anywhere, boo boo. Like, we got some things to say. That wig is incinerated by this point. Okay, girl, and I got a new one. I'm ready for it. It's nothing to me. But no, I wouldn't be surprised if some of that writing, some of those words you're putting down, you got to reframe the whole fucking shit, okay? Like, you got to uproot the shit that's not working and plan it with the new shit that's going to work right now. Because you are in the process, like I said, you're in the middle of that second puberty. So you are in the space right now of changing things around, okay? You have to remember that forgiveness is key. 
everything is not going to happen the way that you want for it to. Everything's not going to happen the way that you would like for it to with other people and personally. And you can't beat yourself up about the shit. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's part of that communicative, the, the communication, that communicative aspect in your chart as far as just like all that air. You are literally sometimes your own worst critic and you need to stop that. You have to stop it because the thing about it is with that negative self-talk, it only continues to breed you not getting to the place that you see yourself being. It doesn't breed that positivity and that strength that you've always carried inside your body and inside your bones. What you're being asked to do right now is forgive yourself and forgive others. Because when you start to do that, you'll notice there's going to be a lot of changes in the energy that surrounds you. So the first card that appeared for you this evening is the King of Wands in reverse. All right. The King of Wands in reverse. The key words here are high expectations, ruthless, impulsiveness and haste. Okay, I would not be surprised if in your life you've been having high expectations in regards to someone's energy um, and what they should be doing and what they're not doing. And because of that, you may have been noticing um, either a bit of uh, energy in yourself where it's just like you may be feeling a little bit more testy than normal. You may be feeling a little bit like, okay, uh, I need to get this out of my system some way. And you may find yourself doing things that you normally would not do. Um, or emotions are coming up that normally do not come up. So Which let means- me tell you. Okay. Oh, I love that you already stopped me. Like, let me tell you. Go ahead. Let me tell you how I- and yesterday in therapy, I was talking to my therapist about my irritability has been off the charts mm-hmm. for like the past few weeks. And, you know, he he just kind of sprung into action with, you know, we need let's try this and let's address this, you know, because and he's even starting to to have his his wheels turning about medication. But I, I just thought that that was so amazing that you said that because I like my irritability has literally been off the charts for like the last two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. The tower is your last chain or your last card. Um, and for any of my people that know the tarot out there, some people think of the tower being like a very negative like card or it's like talked about like crazy shit. Cause it's the key words here are sudden change, revelation and awakening. Now I think about it coming in as a whirlwind and fucking your shit up. So I just want you to recognize and realize like this conversation right now is divine. It's in flow with the universe because now you have something that you can go back to and listen to and be like, wow, I was there that day, but Mm, I'm here mm, now. mm. You feel what I'm saying? And I think it's interesting that the keywords that you read off for that card I didn't get negative from any of those. Like those mm-hmm. are actually things that I've kind of been chasing for lack of mm-hmm. a better term. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all about, and I, you know, I always kind of attributed that to the little bit that I knew about Gemini and just how I've always been like trying to just know myself and know what's going on around me. Right. It's always been something that I've been very cognizant of. So for you to say, change and and like i remember there was a a long stretch of time when i was in therapy and i just kept telling my therapist like i I, i'm i'm trying to to maintain because i feel something and there was even a conversation that i had with him where it was like i felt something Mm -hmm. but looking back 
for further when I started to feel it again because it had gone away, I was like I wasn't ready for what was there at that time, and I knew I wasn't ready, but I I wasn't. I knew, but I wasn't aware. I guess if, mm-hmm. if that's the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. Like part of me knew, but not my conscious self. Like it wasn't in my everyday thoughts. And so the second time, actually, I had started talking to my therapist about it before he quit. And then months later, I ended up moving to Seattle. <laughs> like, mm. And I remember I revisited that conversation and those thoughts. And I was just I just kept telling myself, like when I was agonizing about the decision to make the move or not, mm-hmm. I just there was a part of me that kept piping up like. This is the major change that you've been feeling. Now, you didn't know what it was going to look like, nor did you really try to investigate what it was going to look like. You worked more on being open to it so that when it did present itself, you would be prepared. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, like I said, that manifested into this move and subsequent things that have been going on since the move. So so I want to stop you there, and I want you to hear this, and everybody can hear this shit. You and your manifestation game is a lot stronger than you even recognize, and even though you're not a part of, like, quote-unquote, as I like to say, quote-unquote, spiritual Twitter, <laughs> as they like to say, <laughs> um, you've been able to make things happen based off of the intent and the thought that you've had. So this is your awakening right now as we're having this conversation that you have the capacity to facilitate the changes you want to see in your life. It's all about the intention that you set behind it. And mm. you're having this revelation right now. You understand what I'm saying? This was a revelation that you've, that's been sitting on your spirit for quite some time. You just didn't know how to rationalize it and make sense. This is the fucking key that you've been looking for. Mm. All you got to do is continue clearing the other shit out that came with the Ace of Swords in reverse, that negative self-talk, that pain. And forgiveness, forgiveness is the main, that's, that word is like sitting on my spirit so heavy for you. Like all it is is about forgiving the spaces and the faces and the places that you've been and moving forward so that way you can move into your glory. You feel what I'm saying? And your blessing. That's mm. what the universe and spirit wants for you. Oof. This is Mystic Moments hosted by Gary. A birth chart is comprised of a couple of different main components, your name, your birthday, the time you were born, and the location you were born. When you submit all this information into kind of like a site generator, so there are a variety of site generators. You have Astro Cafe, that's one that's very popular that a lot of people like to use when they know this information. And they'll plug it into this site generator, which will tell them what all of their different signs are, um, where their placements are. They'll tell you your different houses, how many cardinal signs, mutable signs, fixed signs, all that different type of stuff um, that exists in your chart. And also where your different planets reside as far as the houses are concerned. And from our Patreon, this is Backwoods Burn Book hosted by Jeremy. There's a time for mess and there's a time for seriousness. You motherfuckers blur the line or try to blur the line a lot with that shit. Like you are playing, you are playing with people trying to be under the guise of I care about X, Y, Z when you really just care about mess. Because as soon as that girl, as soon as that young lady told y'all to leave her alone, leave her and that dude alone, whether he tr- trash or not, he is absolute trash. Let me be clear on that. 
in fairness, the person that played telephone, she had no idea that the nigga was going to actually act the person he abused and try to tell them to acknowledge that he abused her. She ain't had no idea that he was going to do that. With that said, that's why you don't play fucking telephone on the timeline like that. Especially being, especially how much you motherfuckers claim to know how abusers work and shit. Like, that was just not smart. It is actually a miracle that so many queer people, black queer people specifically, still allow some of us in their space, in their grace, in their vicinity, because straight straight people, straight black people, straight black men specifically, we are some refusing to get it as motherfuckers between between Dave Chappelle Kevin Hart and now Isaiah Washington I just this has been like a constant like gaslighting fest for our LGBTQIA brethren and sisters and in between them the minute, the minute we get off of talking about race and we get to other issues, you motherfuckers sound exactly like fucking white people. It's been said at nauseum for years on social media, on podcasts, and I and honestly, it gets tiring always having to compare and analyze our fucked up behavior towards many in our own community towards whiteness but the fact that the motherfucking point hits and sticks every goddamn time and every goddamn time you niggas miss the fucking point god damn it it needs repeating because you motherfuckers are getting on my nerves and i'm i'm just a country ass whiskey drinking straight nigga so if y'all been getting on my nerves, I can't on I can only imagine how much you been how much y'all motherfuckers been getting on LGBT black LGBTQ folks nerves. This is the portal, hosted by Michael and Candace. Uh my next character, uh at the number two spot, uh would also be from uh, My Hero Academia. And it would be uh the hero killer stain. I'm not mad at it. Stain had a crazy quirk. His quirk was crazy. I I really like him for his motivation. You don't which you don't typically see in a villain. But his motivation is that the world is like just full of too many heroes, too many pretenders, yeah. not real heroes in his in his own ideals. Now, I think he had a good point. I think maybe he took his point a little too far <laughs> um, where, I mean, he's he's killed 17 heroes and injured 23. Mikasa is my favorite simply because she is always ready and about that action. <laughs> like it ain't no hope in her heart. Like if she got to die on the front lines, she dying. She got to fight. She fighting you to the finish. She's not playing no games with you. Uh, Mikasa go harder than a lot of the boys in the scouts, guys in the scouts. Like, she be ready to get it in. Any and every 
place. Mm-hmm. Like if she got a killing a Titan, it's almost like it 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 make her happy when she <laughs> killed Titans. You know what I'm saying? But it's not even just that. She's extremely skilled. Yeah. Um, she's extremely brave and fearless. This is the Weekly Wind Down, hosted by Candace and Curtis. With Dorian having showed his ass the way he showed his ass, the week got really weird in Florida when bricks of cocaine washed up on several Florida beaches from Hurricane Dorian waves. God is still blessing all the trap niggas. This uh, must these must be the bricks that Jay Z lost. <laughs> <laughs> Was it ninety two? Jay, you might be yeah. out the red. <laughs> <Listen. laughs> Young nigga move that dope indeed. Old camel, no, you know. <laughs> well, could, you know what pissed me off? I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it. The ratchet ramblers slipped. <laughs> Curtis the Menace is here, everybody. Say hello. No, it's the end of the show. Don't do this. <laughs> they brought him on there for a specific talking point. Once his usefulness was done, that was it. Because the whole thing felt like the Kevin Hart show. Like that was 30 minutes of them men lining up to suck Kevin Hart dick while he was bent over sucking his own. That's literally what it felt like. He did all the talking. And so what irritated me, because there was a lot of things about this that irritated me. And I will say it wasn't as bad seeing the whole thing as I guess people were making it seem. But that doesn't mean that Kevin Hart isn't a piece of shit. And this is just a long history of Kevin Hart being a little piece of shit. He did all this talking. And the first thing that popped up to me is that he missed a golden opportunity to bring up unlearning homophobia like you're sitting here trying to make it seem like Lil Nas X didn't have a reason to say the things that he said Lil Nas X got on there and said basically you know I grew up hating this shit like he hated being gay which is so many of our stories we grow up hating this that's what I'm saying it's not a choice because a lot of us are tortured because we didn't choose this it just happened to us and we hate ourselves for feeling this way we hate that we can't get rid of it we hate that no matter what we do our thoughts and our desires and our attraction doesn't change and so for Kevin Hart grown ass with salt and pepper in his hair and in his beard to be like why why would you feel that way what you scared of as if you and Charlemagne and the white men and whoever the fuck else was sitting on those couches aren't prime examples of why people in this community, black men, black boys in this community have issues with our heterosexual counterparts. Y'all do not make it a safe environment for us anywhere. And another thing that popped up with this going viral on Twitter is that you started seeing so many gay men, gay black men talk about the shit that they've had to deal with in actual barbershops in this country. If they had had somebody there that would have read them to shreds, we may not have the teachable moments that we have because they would have gotten defensive, which means niggas, on the internet and in everyday life would have gotten even more defensive than they already were. And a lot would have been lost in translation. 
Little Nas X not being allowed to go off with whatever y'all felt like he should have. Which I don't understand why y'all felt like he couldn't. Have y'all seen his his tweets? That little boy know how to troll. He used to be a barb for crying out loud. Like he knows how to troll, which lets me know he knows how to read. He knows how to make people feel stupid about themselves. He chose not to. And in I, not doing that, he let them sit there and talk and look stupid. Yeah. And that's exactly what because they I needed. Truly, they deserve to have their stupidity exposed. For you to get your stupid, ridiculous, pint-sized, can't-stop-cheating, leave-your-friends-for-dead-after-a-car-accident-ass in that goddamn chair and say, why did you do that? Who cares? You care. And niggas like you care. And the Dave Chappelle's care. Mm. Y'all fucking care. Y'all have always cared. In the hood, y'all have cared. Y'all have created this, this super toxic community of trying to make openly gay, bi, trans, or whatever the hell else black men and black women uncomfortable in their skin because of your bigotry. A lot of motherfuckers care. Mm. Y'all sat and played in that boy's goddamn face like there wasn't power in what he did. Why'd you feel the need to do that? Ask yourself why he felt the need to do it. Look around you. Playing up too. Oh my God. I do not like Kevin Hart. He is very fucking unlikable. Y'all do this. I don't see sexuality. Stop that. And stop teaching your kids that. I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of straight black men acting like white people. I'm sick of that shit. Teach your kids to see people's sexuality. Don't try to strip key parts of a person so that you can see the good in them. Cause that's what that's saying. If you ever wonder why it's not flattering when somebody says, I don't teach my kid to see color. I don't teach my kid to see religion. I don't teach my kid to see sexuality. It's because you're a fucking bozo. You should see all these things in people because it's a part of their identity. Black is a part of your identity. White people shouldn't have to pretend like you're not black to respect you. Mm. Being a part of the community, that's who that's who they are. That's who the community is. Their sexuality, them loving whoever they love and how they love, that's a part of their identity. You cannot strip it from them so that you can respect them. Because that's not respect. She knows and is aware of the mountain of allegations against him over several years and she says she believes in him and his innocence and that she will always be happy to work with him um girl you did not need to say all this just to be in another one of his movies <laughs> listen like what is does she not have friends does she not have access to mental health professionals or a guidance counselor like it seems like since her time in the mcu has started to wind down she has been on some perpetual fuck shit now granted i know she's a white woman so it probably was already there lying in wait i'm just saying the acceleration has been a lot to keep up with 
Because it seems like one movie you was about to get beat the fuck up by one of the Dora Milaget. And now you're about to get beat the fuck up in real life because you can't shut the fuck up. You just, (laughs) what is going on with her? And I'm not even caping for her. Like, I feel like. I stopped liking Scarlett Johansson when her and Ryan Reynolds got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck you, bitch. Curse. Even if he was wrong. <laughs> fuck you, girl. <laughs> Even if he was wrong, like, you go to hell, girl. That was one of my favorite white couples. <laughs> and he, you know, if I wasn't gay, if I was straight, it probably would have been a fuck him. But I'm gay as hell, girl, so it's fuck you. <laughs> and now you just making making it where I don't have to feel bad about saying fuck you for the past decade. Girl, fuck you. What is you talking about? You know we does our homework, child. Don't play with us. Don't play in our face. Listen, we got a resident engineer on here, okay? She she passed that hard-ass engineering math, okay? <laughs> we all ain't worthy. I know my bitch ass <laughs> <laughs> child please bitch got into that engineering calculus i had to tap out i was like damn that shit was worse than taking <laughs> dick for the first time like god Curtis. <laughs> terrible child terrible thank you again for supporting flawless noises media network You can go to our website, FlawlessNoises.com, for more information. If you want to buy some merch, you can also do that at our website or go directly to FlawlessNoises.com slash store. We have merch from Ratchet Ramblings, Mama Meets World, Gay Side Stories, and the network with more to come. Again, our Patreon is Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises. You can go there for bonus content, including audio and video. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. <laughs>